This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is 93XRT. Lynn Bramer here with Marty Lennertz. We're joined by one of our favorite presidents in history, Crane <laughs> Kenny of the Chicago Cubs. Uh, I don't know if that's damning with faint praise. It depends on where you're coming from. But, Crane, always a pleasure to have you on WXRT. How you doing? I'm great. And you clearly don't know many presidents. I do not. <laughs> you're, the, you're really the only president I know. So that, that yeah. was a bad start. Uh, Cubs convention here. It's cold outside. It's slushy. It's icy. But, you know, hope never springs more eternal than when we're at the Cubs convention and people are talking about an upcoming season and... You know, why didn't you do this in the offseason? What are you going to do in the new season? And grilling Theo Epstein about uh, what moves might happen and grilling Crane Kenny on when is Pearl Jam coming to Wrigley Field again and stuff <laughs> like that. Uh, what have you been hearing around the Cubs? What are people asking you about? Well, so a couple things uh, start. Uh, the Cubs convention is great because it, it reminds you that we are going to survive winter. <laughs> we will see the sun again as oh, we look yeah. over our shoulder and see Javi Baez uh, in our kids' uh, forum. You know, our players are still with us, and you know, sooner uh, than later, we will be sitting in Wrigley Field with something cold oh, in our hand and man. watching a ball game. So that it does it reminds you that you're going to survive, which is great. Uh, the question I've been getting most is about the Marquee Sports Network. So. Uh, we're really excited. If, if, if you look through our history, um, WGN did so much for our company, uh, so much for the Cubs. Uh, WGN Superstation putting us all on the map across the country. Uh, but that has really changed over time. So you know, last year, you know, we were on ABC and we had uh, The Bachelor preempt one of our games. Okay, that's unforgivable. I know. Well, this I mean, is... I know there are a lot of Bachelor fans out there. But no, and so you know, it, it, what the reminder is like we really need our own home. We need to be in a place that's really sports centric, a little bit like the score uh, where right. our radio rights are. And uh, today we announced that Lou Pinello will be joining us in the booth, as will Mark DeRosa, what? as like, will as will Dan Plesac, as will Carlos Pena, as will we have a great group, Jason Hamill from the team that just right. finished. Wait a minute, are, are you Rick saying in, in the booth? Correct. We're gonna have a three-person booth pretty often. Uh, Le so Len and JD still there. Len and JD, one of the great tandems in baseball, just an amazing job, of course. But across the, we have 150 games that we carry because 12 of them go to the national network. But so across 150, you'll see different faces joining them in the in the in the booth. And uh, you know, I love the idea of DeRosa and, and JD, pitcher hitter, talking about baseball. Um, uh, and let me ask you this: How are you going to get Lou Pinella to come out of a shell? I uh, know he's shy. Uh, we're gonna have to give him some caffeine to get him started. But well, uh, he was really he was really good in the booth before he took over the Cubs job as manager. He was, and yeah. he was good since. He's done some work with the, uh, with ESPN and MLB Network. Um, you know, we're we're I got to tell you, we we the, we are so blessed. The other person who's joining us, which is really exciting, is Chris Myers. Um, and the great story you'll Total pro. You'll, you'll totally appreciate this. Uh, we get we get a voicemail uh, from someone who says uh, uh, this is Bill Murray. 
and I'm asking you to consider Chris Myers for a job with the Marquee Network. <laughs> and we say, well, okay, it's not the real Bill Murray. So we call the real Bill Murray. He goes, no, that was me. <laughs> and he's a close friend of mine. He goes, and, and the interesting thing is, I think you can get him cheap because <laughs> his house is on fire. It was during the fires in L.A. No, uh, I, I saw when they showed uh, Chris Myers on the board before, yes. and he was listed as analyst and play-by-play. Correct. What does that mean? So he will. Th- there are days where Len can't. Len doesn't do all the games. He has conflicts. In fact, he's doing some national work. So where Len has a conflict, Chris will call the play-by-play. Mm, okay. Which is, it's. I got to tell you, it's a little bit like when you show up. You know, the 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 folks who care about us and care about our network. It's every sort of uh, celebrity that was a Cub fan has said, I want to roll, and we're going to jam them all in. So we're at it. We got 13 new, new people joining wow. us, as well as Cole Wright, who will be our, uh, our steady host of our pre and post game, and Taylor McGregor, who comes to us uh, from the Colorado Rockies to be our sideline reporter. Well, the, the biggest question I think the Cubs fans have, and many people who live in Chicago, in the Chicago area, right now, Many people cannot watch the Marquee Network, yeah. right? Well, no one can watch the Marquee Network because it doesn't launch until Feb 22nd. But I mean, I mean, once it once it does yes. launch, at this point, there's right. a, a large percentage of people who Correct. don't have access yeah. to it. So today we have carriage with uh, Directv, AT&T, Mediacom, Charter, and today I announced 22 new partners, including RCN here in the city. The big glaring miss right now is Comcast. So we don't have Comcast, which has got half the homes in in Chicago. I think we'll, we'll, we'll have them join us. The, um, the good news, now we have 25 distributors who have agreed to carry the network, and they've you know, obviously found the terms to be reasonable, and, and we're offering those same terms to Comcast. So they basically have the same rights as everyone else. And we know they love sports because they've got the NBC, you know, they've got the Bulls, Blackhawks, and White Sox. So I think we get get a carriage agreement done with them, and then and then we're in. I think I have 500 channels on my uh, Comcast. So why <laughs> no. can't I have one more? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, I think it happens. Uh, we got another. We got a month roughly before spring training okay, starts. Good. So we'll get we'll get that done. Okay. What's what's happening at Wrigley Field while we slumber through the winter? Uh, it sounds like some money was spent. Uh, it's a slow. Thank God, it's a slow winter. Although. Of course, we have our most seasonably warm wet winter ever when I'm not really busy. Uh-huh. The only thing we're really doing, we're renovating the press box, so heating and air conditioning finally. Uh, we're going to have uh, operable windows, a restroom that works, um, a kitchen that's actually from... All the, for the ink-stained wretches? Yes. It's well, really no. And our video uh, right. team, as well as our radio team. So, uh, no. So, we're a new, new press box, um, some work in the, conce- in the uh, concourse. Uh, and then really just just finishing a few things. So it's a much, much smaller phase for us. What about music? Music at Wrigley Field, music at we Gallagher? Got four, we got four announced already, I think you know. We got Green Day announced. We've got uh, Def Leppard, Motley Crue, which I hope I'll see you there for that Oh, one. yeah. I'll uh, be front row. Uh, Maroon 5 is announced, uh, and Zach Brown that last week. We, we will have a substantial additional list of uh, artists joining us. Two more? Four more? I would say more than four more. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So it's, 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 it's going to be year. a busy. It has to be really difficult booking Wrigley Field because it's difficult booking festivals. It's difficult booking street festivals. It's difficult booking anything uh, because there's so much competition. Yeah. Yeah, there is. Well, <clears throat> we have a different, I mean, a complicating factor too is the team, right? So we can only right. play when the team's on the road. And, and then you have to look at the tour schedule for the artist. So if someone's playing in you know, in uh, Germany, 
uh, and then we have a window when the team's on the road. They're not going to fly back to the U.S. and play Chicago and then go right. back to Europe. Same, same thing on the East Coast, West Coast. So unless they're in the Midwest, and they'll route their tour through Chicago when we happen to be out. So last year was really a tough year. It was pretty thin. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we had the two Grateful Dead shows. Right. Uh, and that was it. Um, and the prior year, I think we did nine. So nine, two, and I think we'd be approaching more like nine again this year. Mm. That's wow. good. Yeah. Well, that's pretty exciting. And then, of course, at Wrigley Field, there's going to be baseball. There's going to be the 2020 Chicago Cubs. And maybe because it's uh, the Cubs convention, maybe it's because there's a new manager. But the, the vibe I've gotten uh, today at the Cubs convention is overwhelming opti optimism from, from Theo, who says, you know, I'm happy with the hand uh, we're dealing. Uh, but I'm also not averse to the idea that there could be some changes, maybe even major changes. And, uh, you know, still a lot up in the air. Uh, what's your level? Of, I, I asked this question, and you're going to be in big trouble if you say you have no optimism, that you have nothing but pessimism for 2020. But what's your level of uh, anticipation for the Cubs? Well, I, you know, it's really hard not to be optimistic. If you look around the, 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 the diamond, you know, you got two catchers. If you think about Vic Caratini backing up Willie, a lot of teams would love to have Vic start for them. And, you know, he, he, he really looked great last year. He raked. Uh, so you start there. Obviously, Riz, our perennial gold glove, you know, he's going to put up 30 and 100 every year like he does at first. Second base would be a nice competition, I think, you know, with Nico Horner and Bodie and others uh, looking for that job. You know, Javi is short, maybe the most exciting player in baseball we, today. We were talking to Coom Dog about uh, Javi, and uh, Marty was bringing out his, his book of metrics saying that <laughs> He's, he's the best fielding position player in the game. Well, the, actually, the, the, the actual metrics proved that out last year. Yeah. He was the highest rated infielder in baseball. And I'd say, like, you, we were all lucky. Like, we were here for the Jordan era. Right. And you remember those games where you'd, you'd leave a Bulls game, and you'd be like, ah, so he had, he, he had like, uh, 22 points. <laughs> and you'd say, well, he had six steals and five blocks and nine, nine assists. Right. And, it, and then he had that play I've never seen before. Right. It's the same with Javi. Like, he'll leave a game and he'll say, you know, he only had one knock. But, man, then he made that pick at second. I've never yeah. seen that. And then he had the slide move to get, the to get swimming, into third. The swimmer slide right. move. Uh, and it's like the Jordan games where you go, like, you're pretty likely to see something you've never, you've never seen, seen before. before. And, and, and also what, I, what I'm encouraged about Javi is he's becoming vocal. Yeah. And he's actually becoming a team leader. And he's talking about the attitude that the players need to have and how, this, how they have to come together as a team that maybe wasn't there last year that maybe we didn't see, but he felt somehow. Yeah. That's really important for him. I think he wants to be here forever, too. Yeah, no, I, I think so, too. But to finish, so then you go to third base and you got KB. You know, not, not bad. Not, not a bad yeah. infield. And, and, uh, and then the outfield, Schwarby, you know, he's hitting that stage in his career where he's got enough at-bats. And if you look at the progress of players, they sort of get those 1,000 at-bats under the belt. And they, they, I think we saw that last year. You're seeing it, right? You're definitely right. seeing it. And then right field, Jay Hay, one of his best years for us. Mm -hmm. And then center field, I think competition, maybe you'll see somebody from the outside come in. So, like, I don't know how you're not optimistic when you look, right. at, the, with the, look at the club. Because it's a good lineup. It's a good. It's a good roster. It's it's a roster that won a World Championship. Yeah, it won a World Series. Largely so. is the same team that won the yeah. World Series, and they're not much older. And you know, I think another real encouraging thing is the changes that have happened behind the scenes, that have happened in the uh, in the building, with uh, you know hitting and pitching and and all the all the hirings that uh, the team has made. 
Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't even know what the uh, what the jobs are. I can't think of off the top of my head. But yeah. the, the the infrastructure of the team seems to be really really improved this year. Yeah, and and more of them. Um, yeah. From the both the coordinator, the hitting and, and and pitching coordinators, the video side. You know, I think Rossi is. You know, listen, Joe will have a place here forever. You know, Joe's Joe's. You know, a legend. He's, he's a legend. He's Joe Madden. Um, but but I I had breakfast with Rossi right after uh, he he got the job and the level of enthusiasm for a first-time manager uh, and a recent player uh, and and somebody who fell in love with Wrigley Field, I, I left the breakfast and I was barely walking on earth. I couldn't believe how pumped up he got me to, right. to watch baseball, essentially, mm -hmm. what I do for a living. Uh, uh, I can't imagine what he's going to do for the players to play the game. So, uh, right. yeah, that's an X factor. Okay, uh, I happen to know you were in a private room at a famous steakhouse. Was that... Uh, was that friends or was that a top level, top secret? You can't tell me who was in that room with no, you. No, I'm happy to tell you. No, so we were uh, we had the Marquee Sports Network team there. So um, uh, it, uh, starts with Mike McCarthy, who's our general manager, right. comes to us. Mike's listen, Mike's dad was the head groundskeeper for the Mets for 34 years. Wow. So imagine some of the things he's seen and grew up eating, sleeping, drinking baseball at home, uh, and then went to the MSG network and, and ran that for a while. So Mike was there. Mike Santini came over from the MLB network. Uh, he's going to run in production for us. Uh, Taylor McGregor, who's actually, his, her father was the uh, president of the Rockies. So another person who grew up with baseball at her dinner table. So it, it was a high level kind of. Oh, it was. Yeah, and then, uh, and what was the drink of choice? Bourbon old fashioned, or red wine? No, a straight bourbon last night um, to start. Uh, a little red wine. What were we drinking last night? Camus, and then oh, very nice. And then so uh, you weren't skimping on the wine? No, no, it was a, it was a reason to celebrate. And and uh, were you just nibbling like the lollipop uh, lamb chops, or did you no, go bone in ribeye steak? We started with the uh, lobster escargot, which I know you enjoy. I love the lobster escargot. And then. Uh, I did a fillet and way too many starches. I got to go run. I got. Uh, yeah, issues. you got. You got to run. And this was late at night, wasn't it? It was midnight. <laughs> and and Lynn ate after I did. Yeah. So yeah. Lynn said you. I only I, know he was there because I uh, I came in at midnight after the Woody's uh, winter warm up charity event where I was a a bartender behind the bar with get this Crane, Carla Zambrano. <laughs> and Mickey Montero. <laughs> well, that, that, dude, that's a, that's a great combination. That is a great combination. And you know what's interesting? Carlos Zambrano, as you probably know, is clean and sober yes. for eight years. Yep. And he was saying, you know what? Help me make the drinks. I, I don't want to be touching and dripping vodka all over my hand. So it was very interesting that uh, he was on how the about straight How about Mickey? Mickey was, you know, he was in a great mood, just all smiles. And, you know, those guys, they go to that uh, charity event, and yeah. they're just... They're doing nonstop selfies for three hours. Yeah, no kissing. So, Marty, Mickey's Grand Slam. Yeah. One of your better days. That was one of the most amazing things. I've, we, we already talked to David Bodie about his Grand Slam right. against the Nats, but the one from uh, Miggy, we were in the bleachers for that game. And that was a tough game. It was the first right. game of the playoffs, right? Right. And that at bat, and I recall standing up and saying, hit a Grand Slam, would you? Next pitch. So you have something in common with my wife. So Kelly, yeah, who would, loves Miggy, just loves Miggy, and I and remember he he had struggled a little bit. Right. Yeah. So when he came up, I I, I wasn't I, I I maybe I wasn't the most excited that he was at the plate. Oh and, no, I was I was she, with you. I was with you. I was just like oh. And, I, and I, that's what I did. I turned to Kelly and I said oh, and she said no, 
he's going to hit a grand slam. And I'm like, I'm, hope, I'm hoping for a bleeder through the infield. I we, mean, no, we both felt it. We and, and it went out, and basically she hasn't let me live it down. <laughs> no, that was incredible. I can watch that over and over and over and over again. What well, a great yeah. moment. Oh, I was, in the, I was in the bleachers watching it kind of arc over my head. And I was, my producer, Chris Wake, was next to me. And he just started, he was like Russ Hodges with the shot heard around the world. He's just going, that does not happen. That does not happen. That does not happen. That does not happen. I was like, sorry you're not mic'd up, dude, because that would be a, an immortal call. Oh, my God. No question. You know no. what we saw with Carlos Zambrano? It was one of those games we, uh, we, we were on the field uh, for batting practice and for some photos or something, and he was there to throw out the first pitch. And Terry Hemmert was throwing out the first pitch. That was That's it. That's why. And, and he followed Terry Hemmert, and he threw like a 95-mile-an-hour fastball. And, and I forget who it was who was catching it. It was um, like a reserve infielder. And, and he came back just like, oh, what? man, <laughs> like holding his hands. Do you guys remember uh, when we almost killed Jeff Samarja with the Blue Man Group? No. no. So when Samarja was just coming up, this was one of those moments that you look and you see your career going down the tube. <laughs> so I'm on the field and Samarja's just coming up. He's relieving at the time. And so he's going to catch the first pitch and we have the blue man group. And so they bring a, a surgical tubing oh, no. slingshot. And we don't know what they're doing. They're, you know, they're the blue man group. Right? They're doing so a bit. They're doing a bit. So they're on the mound. And we see two of the guys holding it to create the slingshot. And then the other guy walked basically to second base with a baseball in it. And I'm, you know, like when you see your career flashing before your eyes? I'm like, I'm like, like every day? I'm thinking, about, yeah. I'm thinking, how fast is that going to go when it, they let it go? And they let it go. And it, thank God it was high and wide. It hit the concrete, the, the brick wall behind so, so Marja, and remember the remember when the ball killed the bird and exploded the bird? Yes, uh, Randy the, Johnson. The ball exploded, and so Marja looked behind him like, "What the hell was that?" And I'm like, "Oh my God, what are you trying to do to our pitcher?" Yeah, that's hilarious. Oh yeah, so similar to what I did through. not. I wow. did not know oh, that yeah. story. That was one of the many times I thought my career was about to end. See, the I, blue man slingshot. Yes. See, yeah. I, my favorite is Bill Murray throwing out the first pitch and throwing it into the upper deck. <laughs> How about him chugging a beer during the World Series? Did you guys see that? Yeah. That clip. That was. Yeah. That was priceless. There, I saw the clip the other day of Carlos Zambrano when he, he got kicked out of a game and he, oh. and he threw the ball into the bleachers. Oh yeah. From the dugout. Well, remember when he had the fight with Michael Barrett? When Z and Michael got oh, yeah. the dugout? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was, that was, uh, I was on my watch. And so, you know, you're arbitrating uh, what to do with when two players get into it. And, and I thought, you know, Michael Barrett was a big guy. I mean, yeah. Michael yeah. Barrett was 6'2". Oh, he was the guy that mixed it up with A.J. Brzezinski. Yeah, yeah right? he had a short fuse. Yeah, but 6'2", 200. But Z, especially when he was playing, He's Z big. is like... In the eclipse of the sun. He, he looks like a defensive lineman oh, for the Chicago Bears. He looks Bears. like he could still pitch. Oh, yeah. Well, he did. Well, he did no, last he year. Yeah. Yeah, he does. No, and I, and I, I thought, like, Michael, what were you thinking? I, I understand you're upset, but this person is... You know he, what they say, choose your battles. Oh, no. Absolutely. <laughs> no. Carlos Zambrano, man, when he was pitching, I was, I was just like, Z's pitching. I've got to watch this game. The same thing with Arietta oh. in 15 and 16. It's like... Yeah. How about Arietta with our, our one game, and you guys have heard the story, the one game in Pittsburgh, right? Everybody, before it was known 
who we were going to be uh, in 16, and we had the we had the nail biter with Pittsburgh, and we score early, and and Arietta comes in, and this I've heard this story from four or five players. He came in, we, we got the one run, and he said that'll be enough. Wow, um, that's it. Dead serious and dead serious. And remember the second half of 2015, that basically was a that all was he it. Needed. Yeah, that was one of the great second halves of any season that what? anyone's ever had. It's it's interesting, you know. Ball, you talk to ball players, and they can be consumed by self doubt, and and they they have these incredible ups and downs, and you don't know how they get themselves back up off the mat sometimes. But there's also this incredible self awareness that when they know they're clicking or they know they've hit the ball on the button, they know. We talked to David Bodie about his Grand Slam. He said, the ball hit the bat, I knew. Yeah. Because I was saying, you know, it's a, it was a shot to center field. It's, you, you can't be absolutely sure. He said, no, I, I knew. I love the reaction. I wonder what that feels like. I don't to know. actually know you've done something well. I don't know. I've it probably tried. doesn't feel like anything. You know, when you hit a ball really solid, it just doesn't feel like anything. Well, it's, it's like when you play golf. Some people hit a drive and they go, well, I know I got it. I've yeah. never had that feeling. Yeah, I, what, one out of 112 shots around, I, I yeah, feel that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it just clicks. Yeah. Pretty great. Yeah. Well, we could talk for the next six hours, but, you know, you're a busy man. You're the president. so uh, <laughs> We must let the president go. Well, there we go. We're going we're gonna to let the president go Don't back. Don't impeach to, me. Uh, Don't impeach <laughs> me. Keep me. Keep me around for another year, would okay. you, Lou? Okay. Uh, we, we look forward to seeing you around Wrigley Field. As you know, we spend a little time there, a little too much time there. Well, uh, I would like, I'd just like to say with your switch in, in, in schedule, will we see you at the ballpark more often? More often. The, what, about, what are we going to do about afternoon games? What's going to happen there? Well, first of all, are you moving some of the night games to 640? We are. See, you're doing that a year too late because... That would have helped you. That would have helped me with the morning show, but since I'm moving the morning show to the midday show... Now the night games are not an issue for me. What's going to happen on Fridays? You get, you got to have some 305 games. Okay. All right. Can you take if care we, of that? How about this? If the if the mayor if yeah. Mayor Lightfoot will allow us to move Fridays because the ordinance doesn't let us. Really? But if we if we could move some Fridays to night games, we'll call them Bramer night games. Bramer uh, night games. I'll be on your Friday. host. Boy, the marketing wheels are turning there. Hey, you know, we're, we're all part of one big family with our sister station, the Score Sports Radio 670. I want a game moved to 8. I yeah. need an 8 o'clock game. 8 a.m.? P.m. P.m. I need an 8 p.m. He's oh, on the air. Oh, you're on, on the air. Seven. Okay. You've got, you've got, you've came, you came here for an innocent oh. little get-together, a little tete-a-tete, a little and now conversation. I gotta, now i got to start games at 8 o'clock. <laughs> now, now, well, you know, you've got to start games at 8 o'clock. I have to put on my list of things to do to call the mayor, yes. Lori Lightfoot, yeah. who is a big Todd Rundgren fan, I found out. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, has apparently excellent musical taste. Got to call her and say, you know what, how about a little something for the effort on Fridays? Let, let me give a little, on my uh, way out, I'll give a little pitch for our mayor. Our mayor, uh, and it's the first one ever, she comes to Wrigley Field and knows about Cub baseball. We know Mayor Daly would never come to Wrigley Field. Right. No. And Mayor Emanuel didn't know anything about baseball. Um, she comes as a fan, doesn't tell us other than the security detail. Right. Our security, and I'll walk in the ballpark and I'll say, is, is that Mayor Lightfoot down there? And someone will say, oh, yeah, she's here. I'm like, wow, well, didn't and, even make my list. And she's, she's a notable White Sox fan. She is a too. White Sox fan, but a huge Bears fan. A huge, and she comes to a lot of Cubs games. Well, she's like me. I'd, I'd watch anybody play baseball if they're doing it right. Yeah. And no. even if they're not doing it right, I'll she's, watch. 
She's legit. She is her her cred is legit in terms of a sports fan mayor. All right. And a music fan, as Lynn said. She and also yeah. she also is a regular at the hideout. Is she really? Yeah, she had a birthday party for her uh, wife at the hideout. Dude, how do we get such a cool mayor? Like that's legit. It's about yeah. time we had a cool mayor, yeah. don't you think? I'm with I'm with you. Well, Crane Kenny, always a pleasure to talk to you. Sorry we talked your ear off, but that's what we do. We're radio disc jockeys. <laughs> and uh, continue presidenting. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you later. Nice to see you, Crane. Crane Kenny, here on 93 XRT. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.